Happy Easter, Payne County. I'm Father Brian O'Brien. Welcome to Pastors of Payne. It's a weekly radio show and podcast of two priests in Payne County just trying to do the Lord's will in this Easter season, just trying to extend the resurrection a little further. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Um, so yes, uh, welcome everyone. We're glad you're listening, whether on the radio or as a podcast. Hey, go and leave a, a, a five-star review of our podcast. Uh, and I'm saying that because every other podcast I listen to says that. And so apparently something happens. Mm-hmm. Give it a thumbs up. When five-star reviews Subscribe. are left. I have no idea what happens, but anyway, go ahead and do that. Uh, Father Kerry is not with us today. His uncle died. Um, and so we had actually planned today to have a rip-roaring uh, discussion, mostly about his sabbatical, which threw some people for a loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one question I get about Father Kerry after the sabbatical was announced, so he's going to be gone June and July, and the question I get is, is Father Kerry okay? <laughs> so yeah. just to let you know, Father Kerry is just fine. Um, and in fact, he's having a, a great week because... This Saturday is the dedication of the new St. John's, mm-hmm. which is a minor miracle. Anyway, so Father Carey is just fine. Uh, one of our other friends, Father Jack Gleason, has also taken a sabbatical. He's also fine. And so we're, we're, at some point we're going to do a show about why sabbaticals don't mean that it's not a, something's, it's not a leave of absence. That something's wrong. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try to build a sabbatical culture in in the diocese of Tulsa. Anyway, uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll cover that at some other point. Today, my friends, I am joined by your seminarian and mine, Kyle Dowd. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, Kyle. Thanks. So Kyle uh, is leaving soon. Soon. Uh, May twenty first. So Sunday. when, if you might remember, so Kyle's been around. So he's so Kyle's from Enid. So St. Francis Xavier is his is here is his home parish. Not because he's from Enid, but because he didn't grow up Catholic. You can go back and listen to his whole story on a previous podcast. But Kyle has been around with us at Christmas and Holy Week, and but he's also been around the whole last year. Mm-hmm. So starting, you moved in in June, mm-hmm. early June first of June first, twenty twenty two, and is going to be with us all the way through uh, May, the weekend of May twentieth and twenty first. That'll be his last weekend. So what I wanted to do was to sort of hear, uh, let you all hear what you know how the year was. We can talk about that, um, but then also like what's next? Where where like where where are you going? What's happening mm-hmm. in the life of seminarian? Kyle Dowd. So maybe take us back through the year, mm. day by day. Day by. Let's go back day. to June first, two thousand. No, um, <laughs> give us if you would just you know. So you've been here eleven. It'll be. I mean, it'll be twelve straight up twelve months. Yeah, it'll be fifty-one weeks. Oh man, um, it's a lot to go over in thirty minutes. What do you? And we're like five minutes in already. Yeah, twenty-five what, minutes. Uh, what like what 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 are your like your big takeaways mm. from being from spending from being here from spending a year in a yeah in a parish and these can be negative also by the way right this is a full access it's mostly show. mostly negative no, I'm so kidding. I'm this kidding. is this is this is Kyle's opportunity to publicly um, 
Tell is it us, already, is tell it already us, time for the airing of grievances? Tell us what's wrong with us. Mm. So anyway, yeah, looking back, what, what like kind of big themes? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time here working with like uh, with youth and people becoming Catholic, like the RCIA program, um, which is really good. Um, a lot of chances to like stretch my legs with catechesis, um, of teaching things that I've learned both in seminary and in focus missions. And um, I think one of my favorite opportunities for that was during the um, we had. The, uh, that seven-week Bible, so Bible study uh -huh. series. Yes. What yep. was that called again? On the Covenants. The Covenants, yeah. Seven yeah. times God swore. Yeah. Um, and kind of before, like, every night of that, I would lead, like, a 15-minute, like, prayer yes, catechesis. Yes, I forgot about that. I also, I actually completely forgot about that until literally That's a good now. sign when there's, like, a lot, you know, a lot has happened, and mm -hmm. therefore... You know, so many things that, like, they don't immediately all come to mind. Yeah, yeah. And so I loved that both because... And you were, like, the leader of yeah. prayer for 50, for, 75 people. Yeah, teaching people how to pray. And not that people don't know, like, how to, you know, walk into a church. But I think we, like, we underestimate how, like, we, we forget a lot of the fundamentals. I'm sure it's the same with, like... I, I know for me, with, like, music, it's a similar way, like, singing, um... We, a lot of times in college, we would go over, like, the really, really basic fundamentals of, like, voice control, you know, how to shape your mouth for certain syllables, you know, how to how to even, like, position your body, your diaphragm. Well, I'm back sure it's, to the basics. Yeah, I'm sure it's similar for, you know, basketball, wrestling, like, sports like that. Um, and so that's what I was really trying to do in that series was, like, how do you, how do you make the presence of God? Like, how do you, when you go to pray, your first step should be to yourself in God's presence. So we're just going to spend 15 minutes doing that, you know, um, and other kinds of things like that. And it was really beautiful. And I think the best part was that it culminated in leading people in, uh, in night prayer, um, like solemn with like the Eucharist exposed and it's just like a really beautiful I remember that. night. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so cool. Um, so yeah, leading people in prayer and catechizing, um, other highlights, I think Steubenville back in Oh Back yeah, in July, July twenty twenty two. Long time ago, but um, that was really good. There was one like as I was prepping for this, like there was one beautiful moment from that that stuck out. Of like, um, there was a talk where one of the speakers asked all of the priests in the audience to stand up and um, to like turn to their their kids that yeah, gathered up and like that. extend their hands over their kids as this like speaker led a group prayer. Um, and it was really beautiful seeing like you standing up and then all of these other priests kind of dotted. We were in, up like high in the oh, arena. Yeah, we were up in the top. So we had a good vantage point of all these priests standing around. It was a real like powerful moment of seeing fatherhood, um, spiritual fatherhood, wow. um, like the, the authority that was that was on display there. Uh, but an authority of love, you know, like which is what authority is, is meant for. Right. Um, wow. Yeah, that yeah. was really beautiful. That's awesome. Um other good things, um, anyway, I think we've talked about it uh, in the past before, but like the uh, this old couple that we've been visiting, um, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I don't or not. think we have. Uh, um, so I'll just g I'll give a little background. Sure. So we we got a call back in the in the fall uh, from a hospice chaplain, which which happens, um, and sometimes these are 
people that we know and they've entered into hospice care, which means they're they're dying or they have some terminal illness. And so uh, a lot of times it happens where we don't know the person at all. Maybe they're they grew up Catholic and are looking they want a priest or or they just want somebody to talk to. So we got to this call and it said there's this this woman wanted a visit from a priest. So I I looked at the name. I didn't know the name. I didn't. I looked her up in our system when you know not registered. Not mm-hmm. okay. That's fine. And so it was an evening where Kyle and Father Healy and I were going to go out to dinner in Perkins. In Perkins, we were going to go to Perkins. Significant because this person, uh, this family, like lives on the way to. Yeah, kind of on the outskirts of Stillwater yeah. towards Perkins. So I said, "All right, well, let's do this. Let's go. We'll go visit." All three of us, mm-hmm. that'd be, you know, a bonus for her, you know, all these, mm-hmm. not just one of us, get the, get all three. Yeah. So all three of us, and then and then we'll go to dinner. So we walk in, the three of us, so it's me, Father Healy, and Kyle, and Kyle is a seminarian, it looks like a priest, I mean, mm-hmm. that, and that's part of seminary formation, you can wear clerics as a, as a, looking like a priest. Bring your kid to work day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> And so we walk in to this to this to the home of this of this individual, mm-hmm. and they uh, she's this woman is there by her by herself mm-hmm. in the in the home and invites us in and so we're standing Very there friendly. and we're and we're talking to her and mm-hmm. she's on oxygen and you know all kinds of stuff. Well, then <laughs> a few minutes after, well, her husband walks in mm-hmm. and he doesn't know that we're coming. Mm-hmm. And so what is all he sees is three guys dressed like priests, like in his house, mm-hmm. in his living room, mm-hmm. talking to his wife. Well, he was not <laughs> too pleased mm-hmm. to see a little, us. A little rattled. Kind of kind of grabbed for his belt a little bit. Uh <laughs> maybe maybe he had it, maybe it was packing. Mm-hmm. Well anyway, all that was sort of diffused and and uh friendships were made. Enemies became friends, friends became enemies. <laughs> Uh, and what that led to, I'll let Kyle finish yeah. the story. What that led to was really something quite beautiful. Yeah. So we, um, we got connected with them and they, they came and visited our church, um, one day for get, got a little tour. Um, and I mean, when they walked in, they were just blown away yeah. by the church. I think it's just, uh, I, I, think I don't think they had ever been in any Catholic church. Yeah. And I think we take for granted Maybe at our parish, like how beautiful our church is. I do. I mean, we I definitely do. like we definitely recognize it's beautiful, but I mean, just go into any like. Uh, I mean, I remember gro- growing up, the churches that I went to, and they were, they were not beautiful. Like that wasn't that just they was were not, functional. Yeah, they're functional, yep. but beauty was not considered a function of the church. Like growing up, um, and so for them to walk in, um, it was overwhelming in a good way. Um, and pretty much, pretty much instantly, they wanted to become Catholic, both because the church was so beautiful, but then um, when they would come to Mass uh, and interact with people, um, they just they were struck by how kind everybody yeah, was. Yeah, people were hospitable. Yeah, very hospitable. Yeah, we talk about that. I mean, we tra- I, I, I feel like I talk about it all the time, but, like, it makes a difference. Huge difference. And it, when like, you're, I when don't you think... When you smile and when you're joyful and, yeah. when, pe- and when people... F- feel like you care mm-hmm. and and they should feel like you care because you actually care. Yeah. But that hospitality goes a long mm-hmm. way and it did with this with yeah. this family. And yeah. I don't think it was even anything like super deep necessarily. No, we didn't with, it wasn't like they they came on Sunday and 
like you know they came to mass and had those kinds of interactions and then left and even just that like the kindness that they saw from that said like you you people are awesome we want to be we want to be catholic we want to be like you um now the issue is for them like they're they're homebound at least the uh, the wife was homebound and so um coming on tuesday nights to a class um for you know an hour and a half to 2 hours is like every night is kind of not really that feasible for yeah. them. So I would go over there on Wednesdays uh, throughout this year, starting in like September or so, and pretty much every Wednesday um, would go um, and just catechize or just hang out for about an hour um, and kind of gradually learned more about them and um, just kind of where they were at, what what kind of catechesis they needed. and. Um, but I'll say this. Let me jump in. So yeah. what, what the way this happened was after we visited... She said, hey, you know, I'd really like, you know, I'd really like you all to visit again. So I just shot a little, sort of a little email to the group, uh, to Father Healy and to Kyle and to myself of like, how do we want to, how do we want to do this? And Kyle responded back and said, I'll, I'll go. Mm -hmm. And it was basically, I think I said like, somebody should, should be going on a regular basis. Right. And Kyle said, I'll go. Yeah. Um, And didn't, you know, didn't have to, that could have been. You know, as like a seminarian, you could have said, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing or <laughs> I don't know. You know, this this it's isn't my still true. These aren't yeah. my people. I'm I'm a, I'm out of here in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there could have been all kinds of, of reasons to just, you know, ignore the email and say, oh, I'm sure the priest can handle that. But you like, you know, you said. Yeah. And really not knowing what you were yeah. getting into there were a lot of unknowns, because um, then I mean, really, every then every Wednesday for yeah, seven months, months. eight months, mm-hmm. driving out there, sitting in their home, mm-hmm. and sharing the faith. Yeah, with and them. what it, what it finally led to was just why I was kind of one of the highlights of the year. Honestly, it was um, so her health kind of took a turn um, in the last couple of months, and to a point where, when we heard about it, we said, "Okay, we should we should get this baptism thing done like quick." Um, and so we we went over to their house, um, into their living room, and celebrated mass on a card table, um, <laughs> with this like they've got this like eighteen year old dog that like can't see or hear or anything and bumping into <laughs> like, stuff walk, like underneath the altar. It was just crazy. Um, but we baptized and confirmed and gave them first holy communion in their living room. Both and of them. Both of them. Yeah. Yep. And what I what struck me so much was like watching them being baptized and just like realizing like these people that I've been with for seven months are now different people. New creations. They're a new creation. It's like not, and that's not just something like pious or pretty to say, like they're literally, they're not the same person anymore. Their sins have been forgiven. Yeah. They, they are a new creation. They're temples of the Holy spirit. Um, it's it's amazing, and I and I it's something I like about us as a as a parish that like you know that phone call comes in, and like and we're responsive to it, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, this person, and we could have all the things you can do, right? You could have just said, no, they're not. I don't see them. I don't see them registered. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, we won't be able to come, or we're very busy. Uh, oh, they're not, they're not Catholic. Oh, well, we only you know we only help Catholics. That could have been one, but we didn't. We we went and we visited to kind of assess the situation, and then the 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 sort of the next step up was Kyle saying, "I'll go," and then actually going, going because yeah. that's the other part is you can be like, "Oh man, this is I got a lot going on. It's all the way out there." Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but you did it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was it was cool. I will I will uh, concur <laughs> in uh, Kyle's that that yeah that was I think a highlight uh, of the year. Yeah, just to to be there, and so when when someone is baptized, whether as a baby, they have a godparent, and if you're an adult, you have what we just call a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Well, their sponsor was Kyle Dowd. Mm-hmm. So like on their baptismal certificate, there's you know their names <laughs> and. And and Kyle Dowd. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Cool. Okay, what else? What else comes to mind? This is fun. This yeah. is a little, little retrospective. Do you, remember, do you remember when we had like Scott Hahn? Oh yeah, Scott Hahn here. was here. That was fun. Like he ate dinner like right yeah. over, right behind me or like right over there. Yeah, that was pretty. Cool. If he becomes a saint, that'll our table. Does that make this rectory a, a third class relic? We could put up a plaque. Could have, yeah. <laughs> Scott Hahn visited here, and just like like the, like at the uh, the July cathedral where they have the Mother Teresa. Yeah, where, where she sat. Mother Teresa was right here. Sat here. Scott people Hahn's love that. Butt people love right that there. spot. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. Um, and then Dr. Bergsma and John Bergsma, John Bergsma, came. Bergsma Sister the, Carolyn Nunes. Oh yeah, lots um, of visitors. What I, I what I loved about that, oh, I was just thinking Nab, about that, George like, Nab. Yeah, um, I wasn't here for that one. Oh, you I forget why I was gone. But um, what I loved about those those three in particular um, coming, it rem- it reminds me a lot of like at seminary you you get a lot of um, speakers coming in for retreats or um, conferences, um, and it was just it was nice to be at a parish where um, the effort was made to like bring people in to do that. Yes. You know, Father Pratt coming in for talks. Um, yeah, I mean Scott Hahn, Doctor Bergsma, like those are just big time powerhouses in yep. the Catholic Church. Yep. Um, but then also, like there, there was something to chew on, like something spiritual to chew on from all all three of those that nice. I was there for. Um, yeah, that's awesome. What's been like the hardest thing? Yeah, um, what's really interesting as I was praying about that um, is that there, like, there aren't a whole lot of like large moments from this year that I could identify as like big low points, and I think that's significant because I'm sure there were moments where. In the moment, I said, "This is the worst. Like, why am I here?" <laughs> yeah, I yes, like, I should just you know, kind and despair or yeah. desolation. And yeah. so, what's significant is like looking back. I can I look back and I say like I don't really remember any of those things. So like I guess it's good for me in the future and for anybody listening to remember like, yeah, in the moment it's bad, um, and there's no shame in yeah admitting that it's bad. Um, but afterwards, looking back at this year, I don't see it as a series of like rough moments yeah you know i yeah. see i see a lot of the good things um i will say the one exception of that is mile 20 on the three hearts pilgrimage um that was a that was a <laughs> definite low moment. i forgot about that that you went on that <laughs> that was yeah that's a low that will never go away you almost um, passed out or you <laughs> no we just or you had a blister or something didn't yeah you? we just gave up jackson and i just said we're done oh um, now you're throwing jackson under the bus well okay yeah I we may have it was <laughs> it was a group effort at giving up. Wow. Um, in hindsight, I c- there were several things I could have done that would have been a little bit better. But what um, did it was you? Still really fun. Uh, what did you learn about the priesthood? Ooh. Hmm. Because because the fun part about the, this assignment, I don't mm-hmm. know if this is the fun part. See, it would seem <laughs> to be fun. He, Kyle lives with four priests, each of whom are. Pretty different. Mm-hmm. So Father Carey and I are kind of same age, same generation. Father Healy and Father Porter, same age, generation. But all four of us, very different 
temperaments, personalities, ways mm-hmm. of organizing our life and going about ministry and mm-hmm. preaching. Uh, yeah. Was that like confusing or was that like enriching? A little. It or was a little of yeah. <laughs> or a little of everything. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, it was. I think um, I've learned that a lot of things that I thought weren't um, that I thought were um, that I guess yeah that I things that I didn't think were strengths I'm now recognizing are. Um, and the thing that's coming to mind specifically with that is like work ethic. Um, I think whether it's through, whether it was from some, somewhere in my formation as a person in the last like seven years or so, I picked up this like false dichotomy between, um, between spirituality and, and, and work, if that makes sense and productivity. Sure. Um, and I think there's several reasons for that, like that false dichotomy between those two things. And what I've learned this year, there's a great quote. I forget who said it. Uh, some poet said, like, work is love made visible. Oh. Work is love made visible. So, yes, there's, like, um, the the relationship with Christ and, like, the prayer life is, like, fun- fundamental sure. and foundational. Yep. Um, but then... Like that has to translate out into love and into work, and so things like like you're talking about, like uh, organize um, a way of organizing life and finding your system and finding a groove and just getting stuff done. Um, that's that like if that is used as a supplement or not as a supplement, if that's used as a replacement for a relationship with yeah, God, a that's or yeah, yeah, uh, or yeah, a crutch relation uh, replacement for intimacy with God uh, or with people. Then that's bad. My prayer is my work. Ugh. Yeah, bad. Oh, good. Um, or my work is my prayer. Yeah, all of the above. Also bad. <laughs> yeah, my work is my work, and my prayer is my prayer. Yeah, because they're related. Some, yeah, they're related. Yeah, yeah. They flow and at some point, yeah, like faith. I mean, faith and works, and mm-hmm. yeah, there has to faith without works is dead. Or um, yeah, so there has to be yeah, like a manifestation of, you know, you can say like I love you, but then like. You don't return their email, or you know you don't call <laughs> yeah. them back, or you don't show up for the time that you said you were going to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. That can come across as yeah. the opposite of what of what you actually. I, I do. I love you, and I want to and I want to help you, but yeah, and I'm all make it really difficult for you to get a hold of me. Yeah, and all of know? those examples are like they're examples of another choice being made. Say like, well, I love you, but in this instance, your email. And communicating with you is is just you know it's less important to me than this YouTube video that I'm watching or you know this the the simple comfort of just not opening my inbox or whatnot yeah uh, or not responding to that and I think one I mean so it you know when you in our house I mean there's there's been five of us here all year you mm-hmm. know and there's like ups and downs in that and like you get yeah like you know I'm, I think I'll I'll just I'll just put words in Kyle's mouth like there's times where he, I'm sure he's like annoyed of like oh, another this thing or, oh, gosh, O'Brien, like you're just so <laughs> this or that, you know, and like, and, and and in some ways that's like all part of it to mm-hmm. like, I think you've seen the humanity mm-hmm. of the the four of us, you know, in the good times. we And we have good times mm-hmm. sitting in this very living room in which we, we sit and at the dinner table and, you know, and then there's times when we're like tired and frustrated yeah. and, and... And sick, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or 
overwhelmed uh, or sad or, you know, and just all those mm-hmm. things that I think a lot of times, not in a bad way, but like our people don't yeah, see, don't see that because you can kind of like, all right, I just got to get through the day. But then when I, when I get home, like I'm going to let it all out, let, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and, and this can be, you know, so anyway, so I think, yeah, you've seen the, I want I was going to say like the dark side of the priesthood, but that, I don't mean it that way, but like the. Sure, the humanity. The humanity, it, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think one thing that made it better was like knowing like seeing seeing the goodness of your priesthood and of the other four guys that are here and just saying like these these guys, no matter what I see at the rectory, like or whatever, like they, they really love Jesus and they really love yeah. their people. Yeah. Um and so that's been really beautiful. I'd say like the dark side of the priesthood is more like when I and I'm not saying this about here necessarily, but when when I see um, priests that are, yeah, more complaining, like, yep. and it's it's not coming from this spot of like I love these people, and they're just really like not receiving that, but it's more like these people, these people, I don't love them, and they're I so annoying. Want, yeah, like those that those kinds of experiences, I thankfully have not really experienced here. Um, well, good. And so it's I'm been glad. Re- that's been really good. I'm glad to hear to that. Just rest on the fact that like I'm surrounded by fathers that are just you know doing a great job. We're trying. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, okay, uh, yeah. in our last few minutes here, what, where are you going? So May, so I'll just tell everybody the weekend mm-hmm. of May twentieth and twenty first. That'll be Kyle's last weekend. We're gonna have uh, some receptions after. Yes. There, there will be cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm always a big fan of cakes with people's faces on them, <laughs> but nobody else on our parish staff thinks that's a good idea. So there probably will not be. Kay. A cake. Just know that if I were in charge of this parish, if I were the pastor, right. <laughs> I would make a cake with Kyle's face on it. Mm. But anyway, if you were that, the Amanda at this, that parish. probably would not. That probably will not. Would right. not happen. Okay, so May twenty first. May twenty first happens. You pack up your room, mm-hmm. and what are you? What are you doing? Where are you going? I um, I'm going to go on retreat first thing because <laughs> it's kind of standard for a seminarian That's to go normal. on retreat. Um, and I have not done that this year. Yeah, you actually it's, haven't had that opportunity. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's it's taken its toll. He's been in the trenches, <laughs> deep in the Amazon jungle. So you go Francis on a Xavier. retreat, and that'll be like a like a silent retreat. I'm gonna go five days, eight days. I think it's I think it's closer to ten days. Oh, good um, giddy up! Yeah, man. wow, it's gonna be real fun. Um, and after that, I go to uh, Tulsa. I'm gonna stay at St. Mary's. Catholic Church. Church. The Church of St. Mary. Church of St. Mary. Here we go. Um, did you stay there? Is that right? I lived there you for lived there? six years, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, while, uh, while I was at Bishop Kelly. Yeah, so the pastor there is Father Stuart Crevcor, who many people in Payne County will remember mm-hmm. from his days at St. John's. I'm going to stay with him and his associate, and then um, seminarian Joey Griggs. Oh, Joey Griggs was here summer he twenty was here. summer of 2021. Um and Joey and I are going to be assigned to St. Francis Xavier Hospital, um, doing hospital One St. Francis Xavier to, to another. another. Yeah. A lot of and people think St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa is named after Francis of Assisi. Mm-hmm. Don't give in to the lie. Not true. In fact, there's a statue right on the corner, and it's Francis Xavier holding out the cross, mm-hmm. and it looks a heck of a lot like the statue that we have in our church. Mm-hmm. Him there with the cross. Okay, and then, and then so then you'll do a summer yeah. of of hospital, hospital ministry. ministry. 
not sure what that looks like. That yet. makes you excited or nervous or um, something in the middle. Something in the middle. Walking into people's rooms and praying with them and bringing them Holy Communion <laughs> and yeah. having people say, get out. I don't want you here. Yeah. Or kind of. You never know what's on yeah, the other side of that know. door. Um, yeah, I guess I'll be ready for it when I get yeah, there. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It's kind of and it's kind of thing. And and this is what every every seminarian part of their seminary formation is they do a summer as mm-hmm. a uh, as yeah. a hospital. There's no point in getting freaked out about chapel. it now. So yeah, you just do it. Yeah, you just do it. Just go in. There okay, and, and then what? And then I head back to seminary in August. Giddy up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Kyle has been, as many of you have said, and I've, I think some of you are like, I see notes sometimes. I don't go through his mailbox. I just see that there's <laughs> mail in his mailbox. Mm-hmm. It looks handwritten. That's the extent. Um, thank you for the, all the money, though. When I open when I open up Kyle's envelopes. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't thank do you. Thank you. But anyway, Kyle Poverty. has been, uh, yeah, just an extraordinary blessing. I, and I've, uh, you know, just... Ch- kind of ch- challenging in a good way. He brings like you know these kind of certain skills from his previous life. M- musically, I think has added a ton to the life of the parish. And then, quite frankly, you know we've had like some staff turnover and all kinds of stuff. And Kyle is like, okay, I'm jumping in mm-hmm. on that. Anyway, it's just been uh, we still have three more weeks, but it's just been uh, an extraordinary blessing. So we wanted to bring him on the show and let him say his. Uh, Say his piece. But anyway, if you see Kyle around in the next few weeks, say your goodbyes. And it's not forever. We're still his home parish. But the year is coming. As is this podcast. As is this podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. Happy Easter.